Good evening. Welcome back to another Tuesday night time of prayer and a, and a nugget from the Lord. We thank you for tuning in. We thank you for the leadership of Dr. and Dr. Johnson tonight, God. We thank you for everything you're doing, God. We thank you for them allowing us to have this platform to take the word of God that is used for this ministry to expand and upbuild the kingdom of God. God, we thank you tonight, God, that we are doing this time. God, we thank you right now, God, as we go into prayer, God. We thank you right now for what you've done, God. God, we thank you for the peace, God. God, we thank you for the doors opening. God, we thank you, God, for everything that you have already provided and made ways out of no ways, God. God, when everybody else looked and talking about we should just curse God and die, but we trusted to be like Joe. I would rather live and bless God's name because God has brought me through. God, God has brought me through everything. God has kept my mind when everybody else has lost it, but God has been the keeper of my soul. God, we thank you tonight, God. God, we know that we have done and said some things that we have not been bringing the best honor unto you, but God, we lay it at your feet tonight, God. God, we asking you to strengthen us, God, to get to the place where we need to be and you the more. God, strengthen us on every hand, God. God, let the wisdom of God begin to move deep inside of us, God, that we will see that the, the demonstration of what God is doing in our life. God, let what's already been working on the inside show even more powerful on the outside. God, let the light that you have placed in us begin to move forward in us that we will begin to bring the, the, the light that will shine brightest in the darkest time. God, now God, God, as we're sitting here tonight, God, there is something that will compelling us to understand that, that, that we must move. We must have this commission to go, God. And God as we in this place of understanding what it means to go, God. God, give us the things we need. God, begin to equip us on every hand, God. God, begin to first work on us, God. God, work on the inside of us, God. God, work on our mind, God. Work on our hearts, God. Work on our mouth, God, that we say and do and operate the things that bring you glory, God. God, let us when we bring and speak correction, God. That it is brought with love that people of your, your, your children, your creations begin to grow and come closer to you. Because your word reminds us, NJ, if I would draw nigh unto you, God, God, you're drawn nigh unto me, God, tonight, God, we're drawing nigh unto you, God, and we're waiting, and God, we're knowing that you're going to do it, God. God, bring us into the place that, uh, God, that we will have just a closer walk with thee tonight, God. God, we thank you. He God, bring us closer to you now, God. God, through every situation that we've been through, God. God, don't let it pull us farther from you, but God, let it pull us closer to you tonight, God. God, tonight, God, are we in this place tonight, God? God, we know we need the Holy Ghost, God. God, we need the Holy Ghost, God. God, right now, our cry out right now. God, we need the Holy Ghost for my family now, God. God, while we are yet going through a process to come stronger to you, God. God, let us not get frustrated and the process and not look to the left, but look to, unto you. We look 
up, God. God, we got to learn to look up, God. Look up because there are ravens bringing food for you. Look up. Your help is coming from all the hills and the mountains that surround you that in Jerusalem now. God, we got to learn to look up because you are the up that we need in our life. God, if we just take the time to look up, God, we know that, God, you will make a way, God. If we look up, God, that you will restore family, God. If we look up, God, our, our minds will be made whole, God. God, begin to move on minds tonight. God, move on their minds that they begin to be whole once again, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. God, that their minds be whole again, God. God, because it's been after your mind for so long, God, that people have not understood why they're attacking the mental health of people. Because if you get your mind in line with God, there's not a devil in hell that can stop you and push you forward for what God has already birthed in your life. There is a season right now that you're sitting there and you're in a first trimester of carrying the word or carrying part of the ministry that God has put in you and what the enemy wants to do is he wants you to abort and the first trimester that it does not even have the ability to develop like it needs to. But today, today we cancel the assignment of the enemy. We have canceled the assignment of every abortionist that's been out there to try to kill the ministry, the things that you need to birth out of you in there. Ah, for every, for every, every, every home that you have for little girls that's been left and abandoned, God. God, I even see it now, God. God, people played on it and people pushed out it. They did it in South Africa. But God, I declare and decree as, as Marcy uh, Clifton right now, I can speak to her through California, God, that, that, that every resource for every little girl that she's trying to bring up and speak to all in parts of Africa, God, especially in Ghana, God, that God will begin to move now. God, that we will go into foreign lands and begin to build up and have homes for these people that have been left through war, through, through sickness, through all kind of trials. The God, that we will be able to take her out the poor among us and God beginning to minister to them God God tonight we thank you God huh? we thank you God for what you're moving and how you're doing it tonight God God we thank you in advance for everything you're getting ready to release for everything that you're getting ready to equip us to go into God we thank you tonight God God, we thank you tonight that, God, that you say that you're going to be the one that opens the door, God. God, the Holy Spirit is such a gentleman that he begins to open the doors for us and hold them. Even though the winds and even though the rain, even though all kind of things are trying to push the door closed. But once God opens this door, then no man can be able to close it. God, we thank you. God, and we thank you tonight, God. God, we thank you tonight and we honor you tonight, God. God, we honor you tonight because what you've already done for us tonight, God. God, we honor you tonight for you being the peace bringer, God. 
God, the peace that was passes all understanding. God, we thank you for the peace that you're bringing in tonight. God, we thank you for all the things that you're bringing and aligning it to our lives, God. God, we thank you, God, that we are at a place where all things that were trying to stop us and block us begin to move out of our ways, God. God, for every weight that we carried year after year, God, we thank you for the shedding the weight, God. God, we thank you for giving us the wisdom and understanding to recognize the sin that would easily beset us, God. God, we thank you tonight that we understand that we must go through a, a purification stage to go and do what the Lord says to do tonight. God, we thank you tonight, God, in this time, in this season where we're at, that God will begin to move on our lives, God. God, we thank you, God, that God, that you're still a God that can come in in the midst of a darkness, in the midst of a depression, in the midst of oppression, God, in the midst of everything going on. Our health looked like it was failing. Everything looked like it was about to die and dry up, but God just spoke a word, God. God, you begin to prophesy unto my dry bones that, that I will get up and rise up and become part of this great army. And God, we thank you tonight, God. God, that you spoke the word unto us that we would be in good standing with you, God. God, that we would not operate into a place where other people want us to do what they say to do, but God, to do what God says to do in this hour. God, we thank you. God, we thank you tonight, God, for what you're doing tonight. God, for the move of you, God. God, as you move across this land, God, I can literally see and the moving of the you of God that God is bringing in things into alignment. God is moving things out of the way. God, I can literally, ha, my gosh, I see an altar. Ha. I see an altar. And on this altar, it has so many things that's been left. I see the things where it's hard for the fire to stay up because there's so many ashes there that's been burnt up. But God, I see you coming through and begin to clean the altar off. And every time you clean the altar off, you're taking away everything that we laid there. We're taking it away and then cleaning it off. That it's not there when we come back, God. God, that you cleaned it up, God. That every time we come to go light, up, light the framework, light, light the incense and everything that must be done, I can literally see it. And every time we light that the fire is getting brighter and stronger, God, because there's no more thing blocking the fire the fire is beginning to move and grow and producing and giving refining unto his people ah they disowned to God the sins of your yesterday are no longer left on the altar the altar has been cleaned off I don't know who needed to hear that but it ain't there for you to pick it up it's not there for somebody else to remind you of it because God says, I have cleaned, shot my diddy, don't quote so, this altar tonight. That you would move in this place, God. Hey, I, I feel this thing right here moving. I see what God is doing. And everything of, 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 of uh, unforgiveness, God, of malice, of bitterness that, that you laid on the altar. That, that, that the adversary wants you to put, pick it back up. But God says when you come back, the altar will be clean. 
The altar going to be clean. So whatever now that's moving. And ask God, just say, God, I want to be close to you. God, I'm going to lay this at the altar. There's no more of what you used to lay at the altar. There no more. That is clean to all. He says, I, I, I hear it clear. I don't know who exactly you are tonight because he ain't revealed it. But he says, as far as the east is from the west. I have forgiven thee. And he said, he's reminded you in Micah that he said that I have put your sins and the sea of forgetfulness that it will not be brought up again. See, you have to understand it. Once God has said he has forgiven and he has, you have laid that sin and put it down. It's not for anybody else to try to remind you of what you used to be. Now stay with me tonight. This tonight is... As God was telling me a part three of this thing that that it's a place where you must go and I must understand it that every time I leave something at the altar it's not there to stay there to remind me of what I was it's there to be gone and God to push it away that your sin is being forgiven there has been atonement of your sin ah my God my God you need to hear this tonight Whenever the things that you already brought unto God, your adversary keeps trying to bring up, you remind him the word says that my sins are forgiven. Ha! My daddy devotion. I need y'all to remember that. When you have to remind your adversary, you must use the word of God that reminds you that it is written. That he'll sins up again. I'm thinking of the woman in, in, in John the 8th chapter. Where she was very caught in the very midst of adultery. That they had to want to do this. They were prepared to stone her. But if you understand. If you ain't got a sin. And you have not sinned. Be the first one to cast the stone. And he tells them. Go. And sin no more. He said it unto the woman at the well. That you must go. And sin no more. God is reminding you. Once you left it there. And God's forgiving you. Stop picking it up. Stop going back and picking up fragments of, of the altar. That when you lift it up. There is only ashes left. But you're going back to pick it up. Because you don't want to let go. But God says tonight. He shot my daddy Korama. That leave it. Huh? Because I cleaned it. That you have no space to come back to find it. God we thank you. God, we thank you tonight, God. God, we give you glory tonight. God, we give you glory for giving us the revelation and that word to understand that God has forgiven your sins. Leave it. I said it ain't more so. Leave it. Don't pick it back up. Don't come back to it looking for it. Leave it. God, we thank you. God, we glorify you. Can, can, can I get some of y'all to do something tonight? That, that, that word right there reminded you that your sins were forgiven. And if you got time, and I don't know some of y'all at work sometimes, but if you got time, take some time and just give God praise. Give me some lifted hands. Give an amen. Give a thank you, Jesus, that we got a 
God that forgives us of our sins and not hold it over our head as people do. God, we need some. God, I need you to begin to praise God because what God says in this tonight, because I'm going to close this out on Isaiah 6 chapter. I'm going to close it out because I need you to understand what God has let you see that he showed up in your darkest hour. That he showed you. God began to cleanse you. That you would be in a place when he said that somebody needs to go. Go and do what the Lord said to do. Don't worry about what people say. I need y'all to begin to praise God because God is doing something that you ain't never seen before. And I don't understand that we have gotten to a place where we are very comfortable and we are very used to what God is doing. And our level of expectation that we are expecting God to move is, is, is off. It needs to get back in alignment with what God is saying in this hour. When we get out of alignment, we miss the very thing when God released and said the altar is cleaned off. That lets you know that the weight and the sin and all the things that were holding you back are that there is. Anymore, but you got to remember that you can't go back looking for ashes on the altar anymore. God said it's finished, it's done. You forgive it. Now get up. Let us go to Isaiah the sixth chapter, and I'm gonna finish this, and I'm gonna do the what is this the the, the eighth verse, and it says. As we already know that he has saw King, and when King Azazah died, he saw the Lord. He saw him high and lifted up. He saw that his train filled the temple, and he saw what the seraphims were doing. He understood about the the the, the wings and what it, what it was breaking down. He understood that he said, "What was me?" That he was an unclean person and ruled around unclean people. And he understood that the live coal came to cleanse him. That he would, his sins would be purged and atoned. That he would be in right said that but once he got to the place to clean now here this is where some of us mess up at we get to a place we done got cleaned up and God has done something and we are, 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 are seem to be satisfied and not understanding that God still has purpose for you that while he was cleaning you up we had to have purpose for you to go out and do it Just, can I tell you something the most effective people are the ones who've been through the most the ones who can really tell you and know that God came in and did something and delivered them out of what they were in and healed and delivered them and made them whole once again. Keyword, and made them whole once again. That's the one that God wants to put out there. He wants that vessel that he knows has been refined and been cleaned up and ready to be used. Not saying nothing about some of y'all who've been in church all your life and lived church all your life. But I'm telling you, there is something about somebody who has overcome what the enemy and what the world has sent out them to kill them to do. But they overcome. And here it is at verse 8. And then he hears the voice of the Lord saying unto him, Who shall I send and who will go for us? And then I said to him, Here am I, send me. Here is the thing. 
We have to understand it. Before we went out, before we can go into this great commission unto the world, that we must be understanding that we must be in the right standard. If you don't want to believe me, let, let's go on to uh, our dear weeping prophet Jeremiah. And he was at this place, and he was trying to figure out. And then as he understood his call, and it says to him, and Jeremiah 1, as starting at verse 4, and then the word of the Lord came unto me before I was formed in the in your mother's womb. I knew thee before you were born. I set you apart and appointed you as a prophet unto the nation. That lets you know, no matter what things look like and what matter how people talk, that once once God says He's going to do it, He's going to do it. But here is the thing that that, that Isaiah and 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 Jeremiah dealt with. They were concerned about what the People would say, yeah, my God. So I need you to understand it. God did not clean you up, set you up, put you out there, got you on the right leadership, got you on a good biblical teaching for you to just sit down on your God. He did not do this whole process of refining you that you would just sit down and do nothing but just be saved. I'm saved and sanctified and Holy Ghost filled, fire baptized, running for Jesus. He ain't just saved and clean you up that you would be a person but just be able to say, your life has been a testimony from everything that he's brought you through, from every kind of sexual assault, from every financial, from every self-esteem attack that you had in your life, from everybody who has rejected and abandoned you. God has processed and cleaned you all up to let every part of your life be your testimony that you can deliver and give a word with conviction that you know that God had saved you and God saved me, he can save you too. This is what we must understand. When Isaiah understood that he had to be cleansed and everything had to be set for and moved, he understood that God was sending him out to do something. After you really think about if God had to really clean you up and do something that God would not have the anointing that would match up with the clean up was. Y'all better catch that. You would not think that God would not anoint you according to the cleanup that he had in you, that you can go out and do what God says to do. He wouldn't take these people. I know y'all have heard stories. There were crackheads, prostitutes, everything under the sun. They had to deal with all the trauma of all kinds of things and realize they have been the most effective preachers, teachers, evangelists, prophets, and apostles. Some people think if I keep you in a place where and set you aside as like as a, as a as a Nazarite, that God will be able to use you and you will be the clean vessel. But I read that the Lord had to use some jacked up people. I don't know why I'm going here tonight, but I'm gonna go ahead and go. He had to use Samson, who was who was anointed and set aside, and who was a Nazarite, but he had issues. <laughs> with women. He had some issues with women and self-esteem and, and he wanted something that everybody else wanted to have and, and he compromised who he was and let things go and the things that he supposed to kept 
to himself, he let it out and let it be known. But it did not always work that way. You got some people, ha, huh, my God, hear me, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus. You got some people that we look at and we only see the part that they've been cleaned up but never seen what they've been through. If you understand Moses, he had murderer. He had to run to the backside of the mountain. And when they came back, people tried to bring up what he had did, but he still had to stand flat foot and let them know that God was the one that healed and delivered. God is the one that set him up to bring these people out. And he knew how to go in there and bring the people out according even to the custom of the day, even being obedient to God. He knew how to do things because he knew how to come into the the, the kingdom and be able to speak unto the Pharaoh. You got to understand this. Come on, y'all got to stay with me. Stay with me. Don't don't go, don't get lost in this because you if you get to a place where you're just talking about he's talking, he's talking. Hear what this is saying. God says, as he did for Isaiah, that he cleaned him up, set him up, put him in the place where he would go out there and say, as you understand, everyone who had issues, even unto some of our great prophets who dealt with being suicidal, God still anointed them to go out and do things and be carrying his word. You must understand, even with Peter, with his foul mouth and his ability to deny Christ, he still became one of the greatest apostles and wrote epistles in this Bible that we follow now. God, you got to understand it. That you must know when God has set you apart, even though you may want to run, even though you may want to rebel, but you're going to be subject and you're going to be I fall to the hand of God and say, I surrender. I don't know who this one, but I hear that song, I surrender all. All to Jesus. All to Jesus. I surrender all. And tonight as we pray, I need you to surrender what you have not surrendered. There are things I can see in the spirit. Even the people who are not being able to see it live, I can see it when you watch it, that God is revealing me. There are things when you begin to open your mouth and just say, God, I surrender. God, I surrender every secret sin. God, I surrender every weight. God, I surrender everything that I've been doing that does not bring honor to you. I surrender all and to all to Jesus. Come on, y'all got to get to this place. Eternal Father tonight, God. God, as you reveal tonight that the altar's clean. The altar clean from everything that we already brought. But God, there are some things we need to bring to altar tonight, God. There are some things that we need to lay there, God. That we need to just totally let go, God. God, we need to let go. A weight that you have already spoke into the atmosphere. Let go of weight, God. Let go of sin, God. Let, let go of heartaches, God. Let go of past mistakes. God, lay it at the altar. God, the altar has been clean and you have done it. And God, we finna come and feel it so you can clean it off again, man. So we don't come back to it. We don't let our minds stay in it. We don't stay focused on it. God, we lay it at the altar, God. Every health issue. God, I hear Shabbat. Every health issue that we're dealing with, God, we lay it at this altar tonight, God. 
God, we lay it there, God. God, because we know that, God, you have a design for us and a purpose for us to go out there because you have predestined us, God. We lay every single thing that the doctor said is wrong with us, that we lay it at this altar tonight, God. God, from every lymphatic issue that we have, God. From every hypertension issue, from every issue of diabetes, from every disease that may try to infiltrate our bodies, God. We lay it at the altar, God. We lay it, God. God, we lay every bed of a heartache, God. We lay every part of grief that we've been holding on, that, that has been holding us hostage, that we have not moved from God. We lay grief, grief at this altar tonight, God. God, we let this grief that has got us in a prison that won't us let us move forward. We stay in a place where we understand it. But God, we need to lay this grief. God, we lay this grief. God, we lay this grief even of a, a failed marriage at this altar tonight, God. We lay it there. Because God, when we get up, God, we want to say, God, I'll go for you. Rather, it's through the storm and rain, God. I'll go. I'll go when the people don't want to hear, don't want to know what the word is saying. Right? I'll go when everybody wants to hear these prosperity prophets and everything. But I come with the word of correction. God, I'll go. Because I only want to bring you honor tonight. God, we thank you. Huh? And the word said it is so. And so it is. It's done. I guess it's done. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let us stay in tune for prayer to Bible study tomorrow night. We thank y'all for tuning in. Uh, I said it's done. And I'm done. We thank y'all until next week. Y'all be blessed. May heaven smell upon you is my prayer. And may God continue to increase your, your anointing as you grow closer to him. Be blessed until next week.